And welcome back to another edition of the Rally Cap Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Fries, alongside my partner, my cohort, my fellow baseball lover, Elliot Rearing. Elliot, we haven't done one of these in a long time. June 17th was June, the last time. June 17th. It's been a while. We've been busy. Um, We've been busy. Got a lot to talk about. Too much. So much. I think we left off on a relatively positive note. I think we, we were We did. Four. We had won, I believe, six in a row. Six in a row. Yeah. Well, that didn't last. No, then we lost five in a row right and then after we, that. And then we lost five in a row. But relatively speaking, ever since then, we've been pretty good. And the of Reds, the Reds have been uh, statistically the best team in uh, July, but we'll get there. But I guess to start off, like Zach said, we haven't recorded in a year. Yeah. So... We'll start back from where we left off. And where we left off is that series against the Padres, right? Yep, in San Diego. So June 17th in San Diego. The Reds were down 2 nothing Heading mm-hmm. into the last inning, our offense was... We haven't used the term feeble in this podcast yet, Zach. Feebly. I think we're going to hear a lot of it today. It was feeble. But our offense was feeble. Yeah. Uh, we had no support whatsoever. A great, uh, great pitching. Ga- uh, who pitched that? Was Wade that? Miley. Was that, that was Wade. Yeah. Okay, who's also been one of the best pitchers in the National League. But we'll get there. That game we were down two nothing. Uh, <laughs> so Tyler Stevenson to skip around a little bit. Tyler Stevenson had the tying RBI base hit up the middle. It was two yep. to two. Runner gets on. Jonathan India comes up. Jonathan India right now has a four oh four OBP. We'll get there. John Indy hits a two-run shot to tie the game. Or sorry, to take the lead. Four to two. The Reds lead. We go to the bottom half of nine after being down two-nothing. Four to two. It looks good. We're playing the Padres. First game in the series. I think, I mean, it was the most excited I've been in a long time. Zach, what happened? Well, we're up four to two, and then we weren't up four to two anymore because was it it was Hendricks. Ryan Hendricks came in and gave up a game tying home run to uh, Eric Hosmer, and then Amir Garrett tried to save it, uh, tried to save the day, maybe get us to extras, and no, that didn't happen either because Victor, <laughs> that, Victor no, that, didn't, that didn't happen. Victor, I, and, Victor Caratini hit a home run <laughs> to, for the walk-off. It was no doubter. Loss, it wasn't A close. tough loss, a gut puncher. I mean, that was a gut-punching loss. And it probably led way in the – we're watching the Pirates Brewers right now, and they're about to walk in. no. Well, well, but they're probably going to walk in the tying run or the go ahead, another run here mm-hmm. because we're chasing the Brewers. Uh, but anyway, during that game, uh, after excuse me, after the game, it it went on a cold streak. We lost, we got swept by San yeah. Diego. We lost the next three. Yeah, we lost four there. We lost the next one to who the was twins. that? The Twins. Then we beat the Twins. Skipping around a little bit more. Split with Atlanta. Split with Atlanta. Uh, that was when Atlanta was healthy and had a full roster, to be fair. Yeah. And then we'll skip around down to the Phillies, I guess. That was a great... Well, that game, it was just like the energy. We were at the game, and uh, it, looked, it looked bleak. I think it was the seventh, and it looked bleak, and we, the Reds were losing. They got off to an early lead. They gave up. They were down 4-2 to two going into the seventh. They end up winning 12-4, to four, but the biggest play in the game was... Or the biggest at-bat in the game, Nick Castellanos hit a... A go-ahead uh, grand slam in the seventh. It was just an electric. It was an electric moment. It was like it just felt like a turning point because the Reds kind of were like 
I mean, they weren't playing horribly at that point. They were just kind of like, felt like they were sputtering a little bit. Just staying the same. They were just stagnant. They were like 500, I think. And they, they win that game. That, that, that was such a big, I feel like, momentum shift for the season because you're down two runs in the seventh. And obviously that grand slam was, I mean, it was electric. The, the fans were, you know, I don't know. I could feel some sort of electricity during that game. No, and I think there was something like that happened right then where Nick Castellanos became the leader of the team. And I think it was that moment where everything, everything as a Reds fan, we had hope. We had a leader. Mm-hmm. We had a guy who's willing to step up in a big situation. Bases loaded. Were there two outs or one out? I think there was two outs. No, I don't, I don't think so. Because one I, think, out? I remember that, that inning. Didn't that you're inning right, continue? you're right, you're right. It was the bunt. You're right. So that inning continued. Anyway, Nick Castellanos stepped up. There was two strikes on him. That's what it was. And then it was two outs. You're right. Okay, it was two outs. And I was the right. next inning was the farmer credit stuff. credit to me. Yeah. Uh, and that really started. That paved the way. Uh, we but then we had to play the Padres right after. Unfortunately for us, uh, we did lose the series. I will say, questionable. I think well, we I think we could have won the series. It was, it was the uh, ostrich game. Freaking ostrich! Ostrich gave up. We were up. Don't give up a grand we were slam. Up, I forget. We were four to two or two nothing. We were up two. Yeah, we and were up two. we were up two. I think we were up two. Bases loaded. Ostrich comes in. Ostrich blows it. It was a grand slam. And shortly after that, an inning and a half later, or an inning later. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much the next. Uh, yeah, it was, we had one more at bat. The Pirates and that was it. Run. God, the yeah. Pirates are so disgraceful. They're bad. The um, Pirates for a reason. So yeah, and then we, uh, we so we lose the first two of that series, or do we, we lost the first two? And then it came to game three, which was a massive game. Zach and I were both at that game. I know I was. I was there. Yeah. yeah was so there. we were both there, and it was I, I I might consider this the start of the Kyle Farmer. It was. It, I think it, it was, was July first. Ironically enough, he had a, he hit four hundred in July. Spoiler, but we'll get there. But like he hit a. He hit the the game tying home run in the ninth off Mark Melanson. It was the most like I think there was one out. I think there was ever. one out. I think maybe Barnhart got out right before him, and then he blasted one to tie it. We ended up winning on a Stevenson uh, base hit to right field, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was good. Then there was the Cubs sweep at home. Yeah, just I mean that series as a whole. I think Vado had the big two. Uh, he had a big uh, two run double. I think. Or was it a? Yeah, I think so. Or yeah, it was yeah. a. It was a game tying. Or um, he had he had a huge hit in that game because Alec Mills just like shredded us. Um, Dot was dominant against us that night. We couldn't get anything going. Vado came up clutch. We had um, three wins all by one run in that series. It just kind of uh, one another. You know, the Saturday game was big. We Vado turned a huge double play. To kind of save that game, I think honestly, I don't know if they win if he doesn't. I mean, he hopped up and was able to turn a double play, so that was. I mean, that was huge. Um, and then obviously they won Fourth of July against the Cubs, so that was just a big like. I don't know. Playing, yeah, it was, it was playing a, the Cubs. It's kind of the Cubs are still kind of in it. Well, yeah, the Cubs were in it. Spoiler: they're yeah, not in it anymore. Right. Unfortunately for them, their corpse has been violated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we'll go to we'll skip down to the Kansas City series. Yeah, it was a good series. We lost an unfortunate game where we had a five-run lead. Yeah, uh, we blew it. 
disgusting. But I, it, honestly, it was, it was. It was. It was. I was. I was more mad at John Sadak than I was at the Reds because John <laughs> Sadak during Game Two <laughs> cheered so hard. Our broadcaster was ch- a- a- adamantly cheering for the Kansas City Royals, who walked it off. <laughs> it was. It was unfortunate. We ended up winning the next day. It was a great game. Uh, good series overall, I think. Any, yeah. If you win the series, the series. you did good. They won the series. Just they, they gave it's that just, game away. It's but. just games like that, and we'll get to sure. another game that happened very recently, where once you give up a game like that and you know it's going to be close down the stretch, it's games like that that matter. And it's unfortunate sure. that they happen, but it's baseball. 162. Yeah. Can't go 162-0, as Mike Francesa says. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, we go to the Brewers right before the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Massive series for the Reds, and this is when I started to be like, "All right, this team, this team's the real deal. We're going, we're heading into the All Star break with our two All Stars, who had no signs in Colorado. We were there; <laughs> they had no support, but that's okay. We had two All Stars, and I, you know, I, we, we, we. I mean, I'm not going to say we dominated, but we played well. We, we sure. beat the Brewers at their own game. I think our yeah. pitching outlasted their pitching. They did. And you know we got we got to hater. So anytime Suarez, the worst player on the team, can get to hater, it's it's a win. You know you you have a good chance <laughs> to win if the worst player is getting to the best pitcher. Yeah, it was a, it was a well played series. The Reds had a well played series. They did. I mean, the, the the they lost the first game, but I mean Wade Miley had a ballsy, just a big time ballsy performance in the second game of the series, and then Hembry shut the door. And then similarly Saturday, I mean. Obviously, the Suarez home run, but they got good stuff from Vladdy and, um, you know, Hembry again. So, um, and then obviously the the capper on uh, on Sunday um, won a tight game um, as well. So, you know, we got it was a it was a tie game in the ninth. We got two runs in the ninth off Hader again. So we got to Hader twice. Um, So. Obviously, I mean that was that was a huge. You you go into the All Star break four back, I believe. Yeah, four back. You felt really good. I mean, I was excited. I couldn't wait to get to. I was giddy about getting to Friday. You know, getting to that because I you know I hyped up the that game is gonna you know that series against Milwaukee coming out of the break is like. I mean, this is like the biggest series we've had at Great American, in a long and since probably twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, I guess. But it was a huge. It was a huge series. And, well, and now we'll get there. Yeah. And that's where things started to go bad. Uh, the first game against Milwaukee, Zach and I were there Friday night. Offense looked good. Uh, sure. pitch, pitching wasn't there. Was that Malley night? Malley didn't pitch very well. And then uh, the bullpen gave it up the rest of the sure. way. And and we'll talk about it here in a second. But it was also the loss of Castellanos. Yeah. And I want to say something because we'll get into the Mets series right after that. Losing your MVP like that, losing a leader on the field and off the field, man, that's tough. That's sure. brutal. And looking back on it now, losing that series to the Mets sucks. I mean, it sucks because I think we're a significantly better team than the Mets. I don't think the Mets are all that good. They've got a couple really good pitchers who don't pitch. Shout out to Grom. And then they've got Pete Alonzo and Jeff McNeil. But other than that, I think their team is, as Frank the Tank likes to say, feeble. So... Reds get swept at home against Milwaukee. It was bad. It was bad. We lose Castellanos game one. We lose Lorenz in game two. And, you know, it's, it was just one of those things where we were four back and now we're seven back. And ever since then, we've been seven back. As of we record right now, we're going to be seven back 
It's probably going to be seven and a half back unless the Pirates can give us some magic here. Yeah, good luck. Good luck to the Pirates. Oh, three and one count with a runner on. Nobody out. Uh, but anyway, we go to the Mets series right after that. Uh, we lose at home. It was the first game was one of the worst baseball games. We were in, Zach and I actually were in Colorado with our good friend Noah. We were in Colorado to see a Rockies Mariners game. Little did we know when we thought of this road trip that would the Mariners be two games out of a wild card spot, but there they were. But anyway, as Zach and I were in Colorado watching this game on Friday, what did, no, 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 Monday, Monday, Monday. What was the final? I, I, I mean, I'm going to have Zach recap. We lost 15 Zach's to gonna, 11. And, 15 to 11. Well, we, it was just like we got, we got down. Valadi got t- got hit hard in that game. We got down 3 nothing, and the, but then we battled back. We took a 7-3 lead. Um, I don't know. That game, oh, my God, that game. It was it was the wor- The Mets threw us, I want to say, four runs. Yeah. It was Guillermo, it was Guillermo Day. Guillermo, whatever his Luis name was. Luis Guillermo. Uh, I call him Guillermo. I cough was pitching for the Mets. He didn't pitch very well. Um, but it went to extras and in extras. I mean, both teams scored one in the 10th, but we gave up. I think what Ryan Hendricks gave up a, uh, was it a grant? Was it a home run or a three run home run? To, it was a three run Jack to Dom Smith. So, and that was unfortunately the clincher. Yeah. So. And then it didn't it didn't go well the rest of the way. We won game two, and then we ended up losing game three. We didn't have a chance. It was Jeff Hoffman Day, and if you know Jeff Hoffman, you know you don't win on Jeff Hoffman Day. No. By the okay. way, Guillerme, a.k.a. Guillermo, because I, I just think of Jimmy Kimmel's assistant every time I say it, <laughs> dominates the Reds. Uh, McCann dominates the Reds. Yeah. Who else on that team dominates us? Mm, I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. Dom Smith, I, I, there was just I guess. a couple. There was just a couple like no-name guys at the bottom of the roster. Villar or Pilar. One of them dominated us. I think both. Well, VR. I think they both hit home runs on us. Anyway, it doesn't VR matter. VR did. That first, PR that, that was Pilar. bad. So we we lose after the All Star break with all this hope and promise. We get down to one one a game, one game above five hundred. And it's at that point we lose our best player. We lose another member of the bullpen. We need to get to the deadline. Somehow this team needs to float its way, crawl, inch its way to the trade deadline. And at that point, you have to pray to the Lord God that somebody is in the general manager, is in the GM's office. Somebody. If there's a breathing body in that office, we need to make a trade. Well, But before we get there, we have the Cardinals. Yeah. So the series after the Mets... A massive bounce back series. Yeah. So the uh, we beat the Cardinals two out of three. Yeah. Two out of three at home. Very very good series. Bounce back series, and then we get to we'll just skip ahead. That's a double play to end the inning. I think he was safe. Pirates. Shout out to that feeble, feeble. offense. Um. We'll skip to the uh, deadline. We made some moves, and we'll get there. Then we go to the Mets series that just happened, and I mean just happened. It was this series kind of, and, and we've been we've been skipping it. We haven't been saying why we've been winning these games. And again, we'll get there in a second. Uh, we win two or three in New York. Should have been three or three. Yeah. And again, we'll get there. And, and, and you know, I I think that we look we as of right now, as of today, we look good. Game three, Max Schrock comes in for Joey Votto. Who, oh, by the way, has hit seven ga- seven home runs in a row before that game, or uh, the game before it just ended. It just so, ended. 
So Max Schrock comes in, he goes five for five. And when Max Schrock's going five for five with a home run, you're gonna I mean, you're gonna win the game. I'm not gonna say you're gonna win the game, but you're you got gonna, a good shot. You're gonna win the game. So we'll we'll go to game two right now. Uh, we win game one, we go to game two. We we knew the result, at least prior we knew the Brewers result. We were waiting for the Padres result. Both teams would end up losing. Had we won game two, we would be three back right now out of the wild card. That is a three. I say it again, three games back of the wild card, and we would be six back behind the Brewers. We didn't win game two. We were up 4-1. Well, we were down one nothing. Massive shot by A. Eugenio Suarez, three-run blast. Then it was Kyle Farmer, who, again, we'll get to. Four to one Reds. Everything's looking good. Wade Miley's on the mound. Gives up a two-run blast to Javi. Nobody likes Javi, but, you know, I'm not going to hate Wade Miley for pitching good. So he gave up a two-run shot. It's four to three. We skip around. We go around. We get to the top of the ninth. And, again, we're going to get to the deadlines, but I'll, I'll say this. We have two very good relievers in our back pocket, and we have one reliever who's not going to be in these really close situations yet. Uh, the lefty from New York, what's his name? Justin Wilson. Justin Wilson. He's not ready yet, but we have Sessa and we have uh, Givens, who are who are going to be really good down the stretch for the Reds. But David Bell elects to go to our closer, who again we'll get to, right? Uh, Heath Embry. He was the one of the save leaders in July. He had eight saves for the Reds in July. They put him in. There were some people upset about that move. I was looking on Red's Twitter. I know Zach about was at Hembry being in the game. Yeah, so I was looking around Doxson and I think uh, uh, Rosecrans. It's like we have an upgraded bullpen and we're still using Heath Hembry well. to close games. And I and I you know I look at that and I say Heath Hembry's been arguably our best pitcher while everybody else has been dead. Well, I don't know if I'd say he's been our best pitcher. Best bullpen pitcher. I guess. Out of the pen, absolutely most trustworthy. He's been good. I guess. I mean he's been good. I, I, I'm, yeah. I in, mean, an, in, a, in a ninth inning situation, nobody's been better. Sure. He's so, like, but Heath Embry in, in front, like, I. No, 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 correct. I don't like Heath Embry in no, the ninth inning. Nobody very, likes Heath. I mean, very yeah, much. Correct. But he's been good up into that point. Sure. I mean, you're, ri- and, and, you're riding the hot hand here. And I will say, it didn't start off good. It was. No. It was, I think, I want to say, it was, I think it was a 3 1 count, then it was a walk. It was four ugly pitches. And I'm like, all right, this is what it's going to happen. This is how, this is how it's going to end here. Well, he strikes out Javi, a massive strikeout, one yeah. out, man on first, and then he strikes out uh, McCann. It was, yeah, I think it was. I, I think McCann. it was McCann. He struck it out. So now there's two outs, a man on second. Yes. Yeah. So because it was a wild pitch during the Javi at bat as well, so that's what it was. So yep. There's now a man on second. There's two outs, back to back punchies. He's looking good. He's looking really good. I'd argue he was at that point good. it's like what Heath Embry's good at. It's he's back to back K's. He's he's getting it done. Sure. We're confident. It's Dominic Smith. He doesn't hit well against righties. You know, it, obviously a base hit win, ties the game. I don't love our chances, but it's Heath Embry. He's been good in this situation. He's going to be good here. Heath Embry gets pulled from the game for no other reason than a lefty lefty matchup. And I'll tell you what, Zach. If it was Amir Garrett. I wouldn't like the decision. No. But it would at least make sense to me. It would make some kind of sense that, like, all right, Amir's got dirty stuff. He's going to try. Dominic Smith hits 100 points. Not one point, 100 points better against lefties. Yeah. That's what, yeah. And he brings in the biggest meatball thrower we have in Sean Doolittle. 
And he, I mean David Bell, who right now is dead to me. Well, he, he can earn it back, but you know he's been great this year. Zach and I will talk about it. Yeah. David Bell has done a phenomenal job making Heath Henry our closer. That's David Bell, you know, finding situations to put Brad Brock in in the eighth inning, seventh inning. That's David Bell. Amir Garrett comes in usually around the seventh, sixth, gets a couple outs here and there, really big outs, big high leverage spots. David Bell has done a good job this season, a very, very good job. Dealing with Nick Castellanos, dealing with No Moose, dealing with Suarez, who, by the way, can't play baseball, can't play, and we'll get there as well. Anyway, David Bell pulls out our closer with two outs, not one out. He pulls him out on the last out after back-to-back strikeouts. And what does Sean Doolittle do? He blows the game. Yeah. But I, I saw a great tweet that he threw real fast. He, that, did, he did throw real hard. It was the hardest he's thrown since 2016. Well, I mean, I know he can throw fast. Like, Sean Doolittle has, but, like, he's, been, he, he's, he's had the capability of throwing hard. I mean, he's thrown like ninety, mostly ninety three, ninety four. I don't like that was a, that was just a bizarre tweet. I don't know. I saw I saw you getting he, into it with yeah, uh, with got, Petriello. He got on, me. In tr- I don't I don't know who that guy is. It was the fan, he's from Fangraphs. Yeah, I know he's the Fangraphs guy. It was but it's like, it was I mean, funny. Like, I got a chuckle a out of it because it was a very useless like. Well, I don't care like. And, like, and he comes out and me like, I'm not a Reds fan. People care. Nobody cares about Sean Doolittle. If you think anybody cares about Sean Doolittle, we didn't care. You're I, know, I don't care. And I've I've made it known. I've said like I've I've kind of said jokingly like with how bad he's pitched mostly, and and honestly, he's like he's pitched better lately. That uh, I Sean Doolittle is like my least favorite player on this team, just because it's like yeah. they've they've wanted they keep running Sean Doolittle out there trying to just I think prove that it wasn't a bad signing, and it was. Um, but yeah, it was the wrong move. I, I've, I, I am, I hated the move. Um, I saw it coming a mile away because he was, he was warming up. He was warming up, and I was like, he's going to do this. But the Dom Smith hits better against lefties. A hundred points better. If they would have put in like Michael Givens, like I would have been like, okay, like that's fine. Like, I, but I, you know, David, Bell I wouldn't have agreed. I does, wouldn't have agreed with it. He but, does that lefty lefty stuff, and that's no. fine. Great analytics are cool. But I guys, like in, in a high, in a high level. Wh- Analytics, batting averages, OBP, that stuff goes away when you're talking about the last out of a must-win game. Sure. No, it's a it's, 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 it's Analytics are something that during the course of the season you go back and you look at. It helps you win games. Uh, four, it helps you understand why you lost. It, 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 that's, that's, you know, it's a hindsight, foresight kind of, stati- sure. kind of uh, type of way to look at baseball. It's not in the moment. It's not... God, the Pirates that's are bad. terrible. So... God. And so... <laughs> You know, it, it, analytics. And by the way, the analytics said a righty should be pitching. Yeah. So whatever. David Bell blues, lo, loses that game. We would have been three he games and six game. games back. We lost it. We're four and seven. We win game three convincingly, uh, and that's where we are right now. We're at our we're at our little break. And you know, I, I as of right now, I, I think if you told us what, what are we sure. six 50, games up fifty six and fifty. So we're six games above 500. I think if you would have told us right now we're six games above 500, you would have mm-hmm. said, all right, I think we're up to par. Yeah. I don't think we're ab- above expectations, but I think we are not below them. No. So, you know, that's where we got to look at. And I guess uh, right now we're going to go to some some big moves that were made. Shout out Nick Crawl. He did something. He's alive. <laughs> we got uh, Sessa and I forget. Justin Wilson. I mean, that guy is... I'm not going to know that guy's name. Yeah. 
He pitches. He's, in the, kind he's of the new. He's the left-handed Sal Romano. Thanks for coming, Sal. Um, yeah, but the sad part is, he's actually a, he's had a very good career. Like he, that's the, he's had a good career, but that's the sad part. With respect, he's had a bad year. Bad season. Anyway, we got those two for almost. I mean, nothing, right? Well, nothing. Player to be named later, but we don't know who the player is going to be till at, probably after the season or in a couple. And it's months. not going to be a good player. So I don't think so. Although I will say, I mean, I think we. It, we had to take on Justin Wilson's contract, which I mean, it was like four million or two million for the rest of the season. I think he's better than Doolittle. So just just so I'll we could him. get uh, Sessa. Yeah, exactly. So and Sessa has had a phenomenal season. Sessa is a good. I mean, he's pretty good. He's Arguably pretty good. the best Yankees pitcher out of the pen. Shout out to Roldis Chapman. And then right after that, the next day, the next morning. We wake up, and we have another Christmas present. Yeah. But this is the one I was more excited about. I was, too. Michael Givens. Michael Givens from the Rockies. Every time you say, oh, he played for the Rockies, and he's a pitcher, yikes. No. His ERA is in the low twos, and he's playing at Coors Field, which is Meatball City. All that happens in that field is Meatball City. You, If you're a pitcher, you're going to give up meatballs. That's all you're going to do. Yeah. Michael Givens is a low two ERA. At Coors Field, which is phenomenal, and I and I think that's something to be proud of, you know. And it's like, I we we signed him and again. We traded him for what did we get him Kate, for? We we traded. Uh, it was the guy they gave us, right? Case Williams. Yeah, and, it was, uh, it was Noah K- Davis, who so, are neither are really. I mean, Noah Davis is like twenty four, and he's he was an A ball, so it's like, it's kind of like whatever. Have him. He's having, a, he's having a decent year, but it's like if I can get Michael Givens, then, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that trick. So it turns our depleted bullpen with the hopes of Sims coming back in a week or two yeah. and Anton coming back in three weeks. It makes our bullpen look okay. It's sure. it's a, it's now a salvageable bullpen. Yeah, it's, it's serviceable now. Lorenzen's back, and he's pitched well so far. Very well. So I, 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 I'm fine with our bullpen right now. It's still – I've got my issues with a couple – and. and Every bull, not every bullpen. Look, there's going to be bad. There's going to be a bad pitcher in your bullpen at all times. It's just kind of like how it is. Like there's going to be one guy or maybe one or two guys that you're like when they come in, you're like, oh, gross. And that's Hoffman and Doolittle for me right now. I guess unless I don't think there's anybody else that's. I guess Justin Wilson, but we don't really. I mean, he hasn't really done anything to make me like. I mean, he's had a bad season, but it's not like he's given up a yeah. bunch of runs with the Reds so far. Um but yeah, I think the moves were were great. I think they were great moves, and they came at, uh, you know, I wish they would have come sooner. But I mean, at the time, you know, they they were they had just won the Cubs game, and you know, I think it was a game that almost that would like I think it was a straw that broke the camel's back because the ninth inning of that what? game that they won was <laughs> was very was getting a little bit hairy with uh, Edgar Garcia rolling him out there and so i think that was like you know a realization or at least i I guess that um nice uh i guess that like they realize like look we're not gonna we're not gonna keep running edgar garcia and you know ryan hendricks and Ashton Gudo out here. Like, <laughs> we have to. We like we have to do something, and I, they did enough. I mean, they did enough. I think to at least like shut us up for you know getting, you know, uh, getting on him about the bullpen is, and it just it needed to happen. It needed to get done, and they got. I mean, they got one. 
Sessa, who will be here for hopefully a few years, um, he's he's under team control. And so. I can see Givens signing again. So, so. Givens, yeah, Givens is and, a free agent, but who knows what can happen. He's looked great so far. I've been impressed with Michael Givens. So, I, and great I, trades. And, and I think, and we'll talk we'll talk about it right now. Zach was at least Zach was disappointed initially. Yeah. On trade deadline day, I think if you look back now, I don't think there's a ton we can add no. uh, position-wise, especially with the way Kyle Farmer's playing it short. You know, I, I mean, maybe we get a center fielder, but yeah, that's, I don't. I don't think there was anything they could have done. So, I, I, looking back at this deadline, I think Nick Kroll made the adjustments he should have made last uh, last off season, this past off season. Yeah. He made it now, and that's fine. And I, and overall, I, I, I mean, if you had to give it a, if you had to give it a grade, I, I give it a B minus. I think he, had, yeah. he, he did what he needed to do. I think that's fair. I think a B mi- a B B minus is fine. I mean, they got, they got three guys. I think two of which are pretty, pretty really good, pretty man. damn good. So I can't be too upset with that. Um, I mean, you get more Luis Sessa and more Michael Givens and less of Edgar Garcia. Then I think you're gonna win more games. So Edgar Garcia no longer a red. Uh, right. Rest in peace. Thank God. That'll be a good. Episode, <laughs> that will be a good one. Four years. Remember when he blew every game he came in? God, he was so so bad. So that's where we are. And and you know I looking back, again six games above 500. We've lost our whole team. I'm not gonna say we're sit, we're sitting here healthy because we're not. Yeah. This is not a healthy baseball team. No. This is a team that has had a ton of adversity was given no help from the front office over the off season and we have managed to push our way to six games over 500 six games over 500 a lot of that has to do with David Bell I know there are a lot of David Bell haters including myself but yet look you have to look back right now and you have to throw that loss to the Mets aside for a little bit and it's going to be there and if we lose by a game well David Bell you're going to get some heat babe well, that could be. But I, I mean, I, there's every. It's, correct. There's so many I understand, but that game specifically, it's such, would, a, it's such a clueless move by a baseball guy. I agree. But anyway, so just looking back right now, David Bell's done a damn good job. This offense has been the most fun I've had watching a baseball team ever in my lifetime. You know, I because the, the the 2010 to 2012 teams, you know, those were fun teams. I wasn't a, a diehard fan at that point. I was just a kid. I was just a little guy watching the Reds, cheering for my boys. But it wasn't like I was into the stats and I was into everything. This team right now is the best I've had, and I'm very proud that this is this is the best I've had. I think I, There's not a player I don't like uh, offensively. Offensively. Uh, and, you know, I, you know it's, I'm proud. I'm happy of, of the way the team's played, and we'll get into that right now. So, post-All-Star performances. We're going to start with Joey Votto first. Last year, Zach and I both thought, uh, after he was benched in Milwaukee, there were rumors <laughs> that Castellini flew down to Milwaukee himself and told David Bell to bench him. There, Zach and I both That's thought funny. his career was dead. Oh, yeah. I, and, and I said it on this podcast. I thought his career was dead. We thought it was dead, and rightfully so. He was he was not getting on base at the same clip he was he anywhere was near. He was just lost. He could, he was, I think he was trying to do what he's doing now. I think he was trying to hit for power, and he wasn't there yet. We didn't know what was happening, but that's, I think, what was happening. He was trying to make those adjustments. Ladies and gentlemen, our MVP is back. And not only is he back, he is now tied for the lead in home runs on the team. He has 21 home runs. A lot of that has to do with the seven-game home run streak. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. 
And Joey Votto, as of right now, because of Nick Castellanos' injury, and we haven't had him, and God, I need him back. Our lineup with Nick Castellanos is on, and then the, I'm this watching is, this Pirates this is game. Terrible. Is he going to go home? Oh, he's out. Oh, he's, oh, no, he's safe. Damn it. We're watching this Pirates Brewers. We need the Brewers to lose a game, and they're not losing it. They won't lose. We'll get there. Joey Votto has been unbelievable. Joey Votto, if he keeps it up, is making a strong case for MVP. A strong case. If he if he were to keep this up, and I don't see any signs of slowing down now, as OBP is climbing, I'm gonna have Zach pull up his numbers. As OBP is climbing, he's the player of the month in July. Yeah. His home run numbers are absurd. Twenty one home runs for Joey Votto. Twenty one. We got fifty six yeah. we have fifty six games left. He's got twenty one already. I never yeah, I never thought that Votto would ever I didn't think Votto would hit fifteen again. He hit twenty one. He's and, hit twenty one. And it, and it appears and it appears he seems to have taken the role of the leader, at least on the field. Sure. I think I, I, I've, I see the energy in him. I see, I, I see a light in Joey Votto that a lot of fans have been criticizing that they could never see. You know, you, you go through those early 2010 teams, sure. and it's like, this guy's here to do business, but he's not yeah. having any fun. He was awkward, for sure. And I think Votto, like, I think, like everybody, would, I think most people would admit that. And that's, you know, Votto was... You know, definitely awkward and kind of aloof his first handful of years. But I think the last even three, four years, I think he's, I mean, he's become a personality. And I, I think he's been a guy that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I love Votto. I mean, he didn't have to, to me, I've, I've, I've been a Votto fan for, for a long time, obviously. And, uh, but, but yeah, he's definitely opened up. So it's know. fun to see the personality. Sure. But I'm going to have Zach read the stats. We're talking. You want season? I just want. Just I want season? season, and then I want the July season. Two seventy six, three seventy one on base. Um, he has twenty one homers, as you mentioned, fifty nine RBIs, nine twenty seven OPS, which is spectacular. Uh, He's thirty seven. Hundred hundred thirty three one thirty three OPS plus, so thirty three percent better than than league average. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, this is... It, it, it's like, it's it's MVP Votto. He's hitting 270. He's hitting 270 with a 370 OBP. He's yeah. got 60 RBIs almost, and he's got 21 home runs, which, again, is the team lead. So in, so in 1920, you take those numbers together, he had, that's 196 games played, just 26 home runs this year in 76 games. By the way, I mean, we talk like... Votto, 21 home runs. Remember, he missed a month of the season. Yeah, he missed a month. He missed a month of the season. He probably has 25 if he's if he's healthy all the way through. By the way, he's 37, as Elliot's mentioned. 37. But he's 37. 37. He's going to be 38 in September, guys. Like, this doesn't happen. He like, voted for Eisenhower. This That's how old he is. This doesn't happen. Respect Joey Votto. All right? Respect Joey Votto and I and I'm I think it is the I, I think most of the fan base yeah. has come back. I do this think year. so, but there yeah. is always going to be. I mean, there's just right. always going to be a handful that no matter Correct. what are going to be contract this and contract that, and you know, I, it's foolish. But oh my god, that's a moon. That's a moonshot for Eduardo Escobar. The Brewers are now seven and a half up on the Reds. Yeah, I think it's fair to say now. Uh, but yeah, I, I I can't let that. I can't let uh, Eduardo Escobar hitting a moon bomb get me down about Joey Votto. And, and you know, uh, how, with how far he's come, I mean, we talked about, you know, this is going to be, to me it's like a cherry on top because it's like, I, 
with how with how bad he looked last year for most you know pretty much all the year and how you know he looked pretty mediocre in 19 it was just kind of like I mean this is kind of what we have now we've just gotta we we're gonna have to be we're gonna be stuck with the last few years of this contract and to get this I mean like you said I mean I don't know if he's I don't know if he'll be the MVP if he'll be in the MVP race but yeah if he has another month if he has another August close to that we got to start talking about it, and I know this: that OBP is going to climb. I w- I know Juan Soto is is thinking he's got the OBP title locked up, probably or whoever so I, might have that locked <laughs> up. He's going to creep. He's going to creep up there, Soto. Don't think this is over. <laughs> he's only forty something points behind you, so he's coming <laughs> for you. So so here so here's some here's some stats for you. The last seven games: twenty seven at bats, nine runs scored. 10 hits, that's 10 for 27, 8 home runs. <laughs> His last 27 at-bats, he's got 8 home runs. 10 hits, 14 RBIs, 6 walks. That's a 370 average with a 471 OBP and a 1.259 slugging. That's 1,000 points. 1,200 slugging. 1,000 slugging is like... For for context, well, uh, what's league average? I gotta look this up. It's bad radio, but what's league average slugging in MLB? No, it, it's absurd. It's it's absolutely absurd. And, and and by the way, his next the the last fifteen games, right? So that was the last seven. Last fifteen games, fifty seven at bats, fourteen runs scored, twenty hits. That's twenty for fifty seven. Ten home runs, fifty seven at bats, nineteen RBIs, eleven walks. That's a 350 average with a 470 OBP, or four, excuse me, 457 OBP and a 912 slugging. That works. That plays. And then the big one, the last 30 games, which is why he's the National League Player of the Month. 110 at bats, 22 runs scored, 36 hits. That's 36 for 110. 13 home runs, 27 RBIs, 19 walks. That's a 327 average, a 430 OBP, and a 755 slugging. Again, Zach, he's 37. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, he's he's been amazing. This isn't a weak thing. This isn't a, di- a, a two-week thing. He's been this way for a month and a half. And, it, I, yeah. I, and, you know, I this is, this is, like Zach just said, we're worried about this is what we have. This is what we have right now. And until that goes away again, Joey Votto is going to be the leader of our team once again. I thought that side of him was gone, like Zach just said, but he's back now. League average slugging, by the way, four thirty-five is about league average. So this is about a th- his is about five hundred points, six hundred points higher. So just throwing that up, <laughs> just in case if anyone didn't know what that meant. Or yeah, um, but yeah, I think the Reds. I think we can segue into it. And I was I was thinking about this today. I mean, you say Votto won Player of the Month, but I think the Reds honestly probably had the top. I think they had the top three. Yeah, we did have. I really I, think I, they had the top three. I think they had the the, the if there were there were if there's a one two three. I think they're all on the Reds. Should we go to the controversial one or should we go to our Rookie of the Year? Which one do you want to go? I want to go to Rookie of the Year. All right, let's go to Rookie of the Year. We're, of course, we're talking about Jonathan India. Jonathan India started out this season better than any rookie I've ever seen start out. Send him down. Unbelievable. He then went on to an absurdly cold streak. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say I was always on his side. Zach was Everyone not. was, except for me. Except for Zach. Zach wanted him down. I just Zach. said send him down because I thought, like, they're going to send him. 
Because if you go back to the Pittsburgh series, I think he didn't play for like three or four days. It was kind of weird, and he was kind of cold. So it was like, all right, like I get it. Like he's maybe you give him a day off, but like if he's not going to play every day, we might as well send him down. Well, legitimately, they put him back in the starting lineup, and it, it was it, it was it flipped the switch. It was ever since the Rocky series. Ever since he got right back in it, I'd argue, and this is a hot take, but I mean, I. It's hard to say he's not the MVP of our team right now. Whoa. I, 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 I truly believe of what he's done, putting himself on base at the clip that he does is winning us games. Trusting that he's going to be on first base, second base, around the bases every time he steps up to the plate is something this team desperately needs when your bullpen is going to give up runs. And I and I, I think with Castellanos been hurt, have being hurt. Of course, that's nothing on him. Castellanos, of course, would be the MVP had he not been hurt, but he is hurt. It sucks. Nick or Jonathan India has. I mean, he's carried this team, man. He has him, Vado, and we'll get to the third one. They've carried this team. Wink, Jesse Winker. We're not even mentioning him. He's yeah. been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think he's just below three hundred right now. But anyway. We're staying on Jonathan India. Jonathan India has a 400 OBP. 400. He's a rookie. He hits 280. It's it's. I looked it up. Zach, he hits 280. Exactly. And he. This and isn't this isn't Joey Gallo. And I love oh, Joey Gallo. He hits a lot of home runs. It's Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo hits <sighs> 200 and strikes out every at bat. Great. Your OBP is 400. We got a guy who's a 400 too. He also hits 290. That's an exaggeration. 280. But it's like, it, I mean, wh- there's nothing. And the, by the way, the Brewers are still going. Oh, my God. Make who it is happen. this pitcher? Spitzbarth. Spitzbarth is on the mound. I don't know Pittsburgh. who this is. That's it, made up. So, Zach, I want you to give me his season stats. Indy? Yeah. So, India, uh, 277 batter, 401 on base, uh, 834 OPS, 114 OPS plus, which is very good, obviously, for a rookie. Um, 10 homers, 42 RBIs. I mean, he has power, too. I mean, 10 homers, I know it's, you know, you know, home runs have been the story, but, like, still, for a rookie and not a guy that we thought, like, was going to have power, I mean, he's come, he's, he's got pop in the bat, and it took him, you know, a couple weeks to get his first one. So, um, yeah, India's been great. I mean, there's no, there's nothing I can't, I can't add. There's nothing I can add, really. Um. I mean, he is, uh, he's been spectacular. He's made me, you know, I guess eat crow because not only did I want him sent down, but I wasn't like, you know, excited. I wasn't super excited about him really as a prospect. I didn't think, you know, he was going to be great. Um, I, I never really, you know, was, was super high on him like I am with the some of the other guys, but um, he's made me eat crow. I've never been more wrong, and Cole Carley's never been more right about anything. Shout out to Cole life. Carley, and he'll never, he's, he'll never he's make. He's loved this. India since birth, so I'm not going to go the last seven, last fifteen. Spoiler: uh, he's unbelievable. But his last month, the last, just I'm just going to go last month. In the last month of baseball for Jonathan India, 110 at bats, same amount as Joey Votto, 32 hits, almost the same amount as Joey Votto. Four home runs, 13 RBI. Keep in mind, he's the leadoff guy. His job is to get on base. 20 walks. Uh, he has one stolen base. That's a 291 average with a 439 OBP. What's the, what did you say the league average slugging was? 
435. He's slugging 473 over the last month. And that's just the that last works. month, guys. And this is our rookie. Rookie. Our rookie. He's a rookie. Joey Varro's 50. He's 10. I mean, this kid is 10 years old. Yep. And, and there's a lot to look forward to. And we'll, I guess we're going to get there, too, towards the end of the podcast. I, I don't think... I, I was worried that this was going to be the end. I thought this was going to be a rebuild. I thought they were burning it down. It's not. I don't think it's that case anymore. Well, it shouldn't be. If even if it, like, they, like it shouldn't be, and we'll get into it. But so that's where we are with Jonathan India. He was the NL Rookie of the Month uh, for July. Now we're gonna get to the number three, Zach. It's time we both eat crow here. Mm-hmm. Kyle Farmer's been the best shortstop in Major League Baseball. Over the, over the past month. He was in July. Uh, no, I, Kyle Farmer, I like Kyle Farmer, and I said I did as a bench guy, but, I mean, as a shortstop, he's... he's Real quick, the Brewers got another hit. The inning still continues. He has, uh, he, he's been amazing, and uh, it, he's just, it's just been, he hit 400 in, in July, so I don't know what <laughs> else to say. He plays great defense. Um like Elliot said, I mean, before we recorded, it just seems like if you know a ball's hit to short, you don't even have to. So there's, there's no question about whether the play is going to get made because it's going to get made. He makes he's our best defensive player. Period. Um, I mean, maybe okay. Barnhart has an argument for sure. He's our best defensive infielder or outfielder. Pretty pretty much hands down. By a mile. It's not even close. So a couple well, maybe like maybe go. If he would have no, if, <laughs> if he would have if he would have just played like solid defense and given me like, you know, you know, hitting like two seventy for a month, I'd be like, all right, fine, it, you know, it is we're in this position, but um, I'll, I'll just say this: I'm glad we didn't roll the. I, I'm I'm at this point I'm I'm glad we didn't roll with D Strange Gordon. How about how's that? How's that sound? I'm glad we didn't roll with D Strange and Gordon. And argue and you could make a strong argument, which again, nobody wants to make to bail out this front office, but you can make a strong argument unless you sign Marcus Simeon, there is no oh. other player. Oh no, no, no. There's no. been no other player at sh- at the shortstop position at the cost that we have for Farmer that is a better option. Thank God they didn't sign DD Gregorius. Did I say DD Gregorius? I meant Marcus. Simeon. No, but I'm just saying oh. that's. I, I Simi- you said Simeon, but like I was just it, making sure it was, was Simeon and Simmons were the two other options, and it was like, I guess VR. They thought they might and, sign and it's, VR, and but. it's one of the it's one of these things where I mean nobody knows nobody knows this guy can do this. I'm gonna have Zach read his his career stats in a second, but it, so I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna do the last seven games, and then I'm gonna do the 15 and 30. 31 at-bats over his last seven games, 15 hits. He's 15 for 31 in his last seven games. That'll play. Two home runs, five RBIs, a walk, a 484 average, 515 OBP, and a 903 slugging. His last 15 games, 61 at-bats. He's got 26 hits, three home runs, seven RBIs, four walks, a 426 average, a 478 OBP, and a 738 slugging. His last 30 games, 102 at-bats. That's eight less at-bats than Indian Vado. He's got three more hits than both of them. He's got 35. That's 35 for 102, five home runs, 11 RBIs, six walks, a 343 average, a 404 OBP, a 608 slugging, and he's rightfully batting third in our lineup right now. 
Yeah, which is, if you would have said at any point this season, Kyle Farmer's, before the year, like, Kyle Farmer's going to bat third in meaningful August baseball games. It Zach would have jumped off a bridge. I would have been... Did every player get injured, and we just is for the is it for the bats? Like, is he down in Louisville? Is that what? Do you, are you mistaken with that? Or <laughs> I think I think you honestly would have thought we sold. I think you would have thought we sold. When we had no <laughs> team. Kyle Farm is batting third, but no, I mean I can't. I, I did make it. I, I think it's funny. I've been at like I, I roasted Farmer. I've roasted Farmer, but I think it did. It did kind of feel like, and I don't know why. Maybe it was. Maybe it was because he started so poorly that, like, when he was hitting, like, 220, it's like, really? It feels like Farmer's hitting better than that. And then he just exploded. Ever Absolutely since, exploded. I feel like ever, th- ever since I said that, he's hit, like, 580. Um, and he, but, he's, been, he's been phenomenal. I, you know, he's, been, he's the shortstop of the month or whatever the MLB likes to f- give out their favorite yeah. awards. I, I, I don't know what to say at this point. We have an offense that is carrying our, willing our team to a playoff berth. You know, I and we're going to get into it in the second half of the show about our chances and how likely it is and who we're chasing. But we have Jonathan India. I mean, the top five of our guys goes up with anybody right now. We have Jonathan India, Jesse Winker, uh, presumably Nick Castellanos will be back hopefully in a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Yeah. So we at that point we we would have India Winker, uh, Castellanos, Vado in the four spot. At five, we would have Kyle Farmer. Pres- presumably, Moose will be back here soon. He's yeah. he's playing well in AAA. He would be batting sixth at third base. Gino would be benched. We'll get to him. Uh, seventh, we'll have Stevenson or Barnhart, which, again, both of them have been great. Stevenson, it's unfortunate for Stevenson because I think Stevenson is I – mean, I'm not going to say he's better than India, but I think he has more potential. Is that wrong too. to say? No. I, I just think – I love – Stevenson and India's plate uh, plate approach is so good by both of them. Yeah. But man, Stevenson like gets it done in every big moment ever. He doesn't sack flies, sack flies, uh, ground outs where you can't turn a double play gets the run home, clutch walks. It's it massive opposite field base hits to win games. It's like what we get from these guys is unbelievable. Uh, and eight maybe Senzel or whoever whatever whatever yeah, player. I think it'll be Senzel or I think. maybe. Shogo against Zach loves Shogo we'll against against lefties. It'll certainly be Senzel, and I think, I mean Naquin, who you know we've we've, I think there's been some debate about. I I, I like Tyler Naquin. I think he's he's been productive offensively, certainly against righties. Um, I think again, like we're probably going to see him shift, probably to a reserve more more of a reserve role. He's not going to play against lefties anyway, but. But I'll tell you what, Nate went off the bench against a righty. Sure. I like my chances. And, I mean, you have to, I think we have to mention at least. And Shogo. You have to mention Aquino, right? Yeah, I, Aquino's been well. I, I, there's he's no, not been, there's, I mean, he's not setting the world on fire, but off the, he's a fourth outfielder. So What's his OBP right now? 333. It's, it's pretty it's good. It's going down, but. It's going down, but again, that. I he's mean, boomer bust. His numbers are inflated just because, or deflated because he doesn't play. I mean, really, he doesn't play. No. How many at-bats is that? He has 79 at bats. I mean, that's terrible. I, you know, but you, we haven't needed him, so I'm not going to... Right. He's, you know. I mean, he's a fourth outfielder, and he was hurt most of the year, so I get it. And he's a very... He's volatile. I mean, he could have... He could hit one to the... Seat, you know, in the moon... His six of his 17 hits are home runs. He can hit a moonshot, or he can strike out on three pitches and swing at three pitches, all of them bounce, so... And they're horrible. 
But that's yeah. you know, I, I we have a great lineup. I don't I'd personally argue a top three lineup in baseball, top four lineup. If we get healthy, I think it is. So sure. I you know, this is this is what we have uh, on the offensive side. And I'm we're gonna do this right before the second half. I wanna get into um, Luis Castillo real quick. Yeah. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. I just wanna say that I bashed him. Yeah. Everybody bashed him. We deserve right, it. Rightfully so. We he, had a, it. he had a 13 ERA, 13 ERA in his first, whatever, eight starts maybe, six starts, seven starts. Yeah. And he's been, ever since, I'd argue, a top, what do you think, five, yeah. top five starter in the MLB? Yeah, I think, yeah. Since, the, since June, he's been a top, he's been a top three or four pitcher, I think. So, and, and, and you know, it's like when you can have a pitcher, and not only one, but two and Wade Miley, who we're not even probably going to talk about in this episode – it's like when when those guys are pitching and you know you're going to have a very good chance to win, it's Castillo Day. That's a day we win. Should it's be. Miley Day. That's a day we win. Should be. And those are really, really good things to have that we take for granted. And I want to shout out Luis Castillo. I, I mean, we, there's no numbers that he can say that are like – because his numbers aren't great at, still right now just right. because obviously his horrid start. But he's been so good, so electric – that it's I, I I'm 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 very happy with what we have pitching oh, yeah. wise as well right now. Yeah, Castillo, I'll give you numbers: one nine one nine five ERA, um, one ninety three batting average against since this is last eleven starts since June. Um, he's only given up four homers and seventy almost seventy innings, um, seventy three strikeouts and sixty nine innings. So he's been he's been just really good. I mean, his last start was like. Not a bad start, really. I mean, he gave up three runs. That was that's been one of his worst starts in this stretch, and he still pitched pretty well. Pitch well. So, I mean, yeah, Castillo. I I believed he was going to turn it around just because I, you know, he's he's been. I don't know. He's too good. I think at least in terms of his stuff to to struggle for that long. And it was it took a while, but uh, Castillo's been back. You know, he's back and he's. Um, He's nasty again, so it's good to have. Great to have yeah. Amir Garrett also notably has been better significantly, certainly. And we need Amir Garrett. I mean, we just do. He's his. I mean, his stuff again, just like Castillo. It's disgusting. We need that type of stuff out of the pen for one batter, two batters, as many batters as he goes. We need it. We need him to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his swagger. I like it. He needs to back it up, but I like his mm-hmm. swagger overall. I don't, you know, there's still, he's still, I know with Zach it's the same way. He's still not at a point where if he's coming in the ninth and it's a one-run yeah. game where we're comfortable, but it's, we feel better now than we did two months ago. So uh, He's pitched, I mean, he's pitched way better. It was the first, you know, first month and a half was awful. And, you know, he had a really good month. Um, so... Yeah, I, I'm still not like it's going to be hard for me to trust him in like a high leverage spot, but I, I feel better. I, I definitely feel better. So I get you know, baby steps, baby, baby steps. steps. He doesn't and the have bullpen, to be, Yeah, the bullpen's pitched well as well, pretty well. Uh, yeah. I think significantly better. I think we really there's only one or two guys right now in our pen that we don't trust. I don't trust Doolittle. I don't trust Hoffman. Okay. Okay. Now I I forgot about Hoffman. So uh, we have we have four pitchers: Doolittle, Hoffman, Brock is a batting tee sometimes. 
And then we have... I make that uh, joke. Uh, that, uh, Wilson, we just don't... And Wilson, we don't know. So, we, don't, we don't know, Mike. But other than that, we have, we have a group of decent guys in there. Again, we should have had those guys before the season. Would have been nice. we have them now. And that's all we can ask for. So uh, we're going to head to the second half of the show. But real quick, we're going to talk about Symbol. Symbol.app. S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot app. Go to it right now. It's the stock market for sports. If you're not good at the stock market and you like sports, this is perfect. Zach and I had, and still do have, yeah. uh, symbol, or Sim White Sox. It's not doing good, Zach. White Sox have been struggling. Are we, are we down, Elliot? We're down a little. We're, we're up from when we bought, but we're, we're still doing good. It's the safer way to gamble on sports. You don't want to put $100 on the Pirates' money line against no, the Brewers. Don't but you can put, I don't know, $15 on one share of Symbol Pirates, Sim Pirates, and... My friend Cole Carly, he's been up on the year from it. Not a lot, but he has been up. But you want to buy symbol or sim or a stock in a better team? Go ahead and do it. You're going to make some money. It's safe. It's easy. Uh, just go to symbol.app, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot app slash rally pod. Do it right now. And we'll head to the second half of the show. Zach, we're back. And I wanted to start off with that because we're going to talk around the league real quick. Uh, talk about the trade deadline, which will include the New York Yankees, unfortunately, for yeah, all of us. It will. So I guess I, to where to start, I guess we'll go with uh, we'll go with the bigger moves. And that would be the, the Yankees Dod- acquiring Grant Holmes. The, yeah, the Yankees. The, the Yankees getting Andrew Heaney. <laughs> so we'll talk about we're going to let's go to the Dodgers first. Um, this is why I hate the Dodgers. Oh, uh, I know. The Dodgers are such a fraudulent MLB franchise. They have no fans. I don't care what anybody says. There are no Dodger fans. Zero. There isn't a Dodgers. If you find me a Dodgers, if you LA. find me a Dodgers fan that can name five players, I'll give you five bucks. By the way, hold on, John Axford. You know who this guy is? They did you see they traded him for a dollar? How he he's on their team? I thought he was just going to be like in Double A. Yeah. Something. So John so John Axford was traded to the Brewers for one dollar. I can't believe he's on their team. What did you see the? Did you, did you see yeah. it? it was one dollar. I saw that, but I'm like, oh, okay, he'll just be in Triple A. No, he's on the roster. Well, Josh Hader is on the IL. Are you kidding COVID me? COVID list or how old is this guy? Thirty eight. I thought I, Axford was. I, I thought his career was axed. I mean, <laughs> that was terrible. That was bad. All right. I deserve. I deserve. So booze. let's. Con- after, I deserve booze. After that. after that, uh, we'll we'll go to the Dodgers now. Dodgers have no fans, but yet they have the best team in baseball. They get Max Scherzer, who looked like was going to the Padres the night yeah. before, or the two nights before. Thanks, Nightingale. Not going to happen. He's going to the Dodgers. But that wasn't the big part of that deal. They got Trey Turner as yeah. well. They got Trey Turner to play second base because Seager's playing shortstop, Yeah, because I think. they have too so. many good players already. So now they have Kershaw, Scherzer, Urias, Bueller. Gonzalez, and the best pitcher in the National League, Walker Bueller. Yeah. That's without the injury to Dustin May and the... Oh, I guess we haven't talked about this either. Yeah. The... Um, uh, the How pit, do you say this? He's the former... Be, he's be a, careful. He won a Cy Young with the Reds. What yeah. he did with that award, I don't know what he did. He probably used it to hit something or someone. <laughs> uh, 
that's you know he's such a bad guy and you know i yeah. there's an ant on your floor i know there's ants everywhere in this house tell me about it there's millipedes running around this house too so our only zach how do you feel about our only side there's millipedes at my grandparents house yeah great deadline talk <laughs> so or as an ant so i guess we'll, real quick i'll talk about bauer he's a scumbag he's our only cy young winner um I, it hasn't been proven that he's a scumbag but i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i think he's a scumbag yeah i think his agent Helps him be a scumbag. I think they're all scumbags together and a little scumbag family. So you can take your violence against whoever and you can shove it up your next subject. We have the we have the Scherzer, Trey Turner, the Dodgers. They also got who else they got? Brett Hand? Uh, Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy's hurt, but he'll yeah. be back eventually and they'll end up winning the World Series so we can all burn. I don't think they will. I Zach disagrees with me on this. I don't think they're a great team. I think Bellinger stinks. I no, think. I, come on. They're a lineup. Read me coding Bellinger's numbers, and I'll say. Well, yeah, that's one bad player. Well, Mookie's hitting two thirty. So what are we doing? I don't think he's hitting that bad. I think you're just you have a. I I, I think you, the, you, just, a, you want the Dodgers to fail so bad. Go ahead, read his. Go, no, no, go back. I want Bellinger. I, I want you to read Bellinger's numbers and tell me he's good. He's not been good this year. I want you to read me his numbers and tell me his numbers. 163, 263, 285 slugging. He has five homers in 48 games. Uh, it's bad. He's been horrific, which is crazy because he was the best hitter in baseball two years ago. Well, now he stinks. Mookie's not that much better. Yeah, he is. Go He's ahead. Read, me, fine, read me his numbers. Read, num- read, read me his numbers. He's having a down season for Mookie. Read me his numbers. 272. 376 on base. Oh, that is good. 886 OPS. Eh, those are good numbers. It's not Mookie Betts' best year. Okay, but those are good numbers. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Uh, but they have, they have a good season. team. Justin Turner's really good. Max Muncy's having a career year. Will Smith's unbelievable when he plays because he gets like 10 days off a week. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Axford might give this game up. No. Axford just not even Axford. Not even uh, Axford could blow this. But anyway, the Dodgers get the biggest deal of the deadline. Congratulations to them on winning the World Series. You guys suck. I don't even know. You have I, no fans. I don't. I don't even know if I'd say they're going to win it. But like, I think they're the favorite. I think they're going to get to the World Series. But like, I mean, we can talk about with the AL. I mean, the Astros are pretty good. So we'll go to the Astros right now. The Astros get. I mean, they. Uh, I mean, they, they got up, a bunch of relief. They upgrade. They upgraded their bullpen to the max. Graveman. and that's what that's what their weakness. I guess you can say yeah. it was a weakness. It's a, it was a weakness. So no no longer do they have Brooks Raley. They upgrade him to the best reliever in baseball. Kendall Graveman. Kendall Graveman. Yeah. Kendall Graveman was traded from the Mariners, who were at the time one and a half back. The Mariners. That's if, a tough trade. If it helped you out, any but the Mariners also got another reliever after they traded their good one. They got Diego Castillo. Congratulations! But that might go down as if that was a Reds move. I would have. I would. I wouldn't. Pissed. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to a game. But they did get Abraham Toro. Good. Oh, did you mean to say that? Or he's hitting five hundred in the five games with the Mariners. If he becomes a Hall of Famer, this is going to be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, so other than that, Astros upgrade their bullpen significantly. I think, in my opinion, I think they're going to win the American League. Yeah. I, I just they're so good up and down the lineup. I don't think they're using buzzers anymore. So I, you know, they're just a good team. I Michael Brantley is one of the like worser players in the team, and he's unbelievable. Right. Like it's Correa. Yuli, Jordan. Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker. I mean, it's just, they're, they're so loaded. They're so loaded. 
Yeah, they've been great. I mean, they're having a great and they, year. And they made the deals to back it up. Great starting pitching. Who else did they get besides Graveman? Who was the other one? Uh, Yimi Garcia. Yimi Garcia got, from, from the Marlins. They've got Nick Maton, who is not great, but I mean, he, I think he's an upgrade for them. So we'll so, see. I think they're going to be. Yeah, I think they're going to be tough so, to beat. So then we'll go to another team in that division, the Athletics. They didn't get a whole lot. Well, they they got, got Starling Marte right. to help their offense, which was a good move in my opinion. They traded away um, lefty Lazardo. Jesus Lazardo. Yeah. Who I think was good, but you know, I, I think it was the right move. I don't think Lizardo, I think it's a fine move. I don't think Lazardo was going anywhere. Uh, they also got they got, Jan, they got Jan, Jan, Jan Gomes, and Josh, Harrison. and Josh Harrison, which I think are actually really good ads. Those are nice moves. Those, Those are, are two nice sneaky, quiet, really good moves for that team who struggles a little bit on offense down the lineup. So yeah, I, I, like I, I I think that's I I would I would give that draft an A or not draft. I would give the the deadline, the deadline an A minus. I think it was a really good. I think it was a really good deadline for them. Uh oh, Zach. Uh oh, Zach. Only ten more of those. Axford, baby. Uh, da, da, da. Anywhere else in that? Well, the Mariners. Uh, they got nothing. They're one game. They're one and a half games back. They no, traded they got Castillo. Diego Castillo. Yeah, he replaced their best player. Who they? They traded. got. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, Tyler it's, Anderson. It's one of the. It's one of the wildest trades you'll ever see. They traded their best reliever. So they could trade for a lesser reliever. I think it, the wor- I think honestly, it would not have been as bad had they not been playing Houston the night before and came back. <laughs> That's brutal. And they and they just trade him like the night after a huge brutal, win. a comeback win, an emotional win. Just, That's, just, that sucks for just fans. brutal. They're not the Mariners. That's that's what the. They aren't the Mariners for for nothing. They're I mean they're a feeble. We keep talking feeble, feeble franchise, just feebly. Yikes! Um, what else do we got, Zach? Well, uh, uh, Kyle Schwarber went to Boston. Fairly sad. Uh, Kyle Schwarber went to Boston. I think they get an F for their deadline. really. They, I mean, they, why an F though? Because they need pitching, and they got well, no pitchers. Here's the here's the thing with that. They need pitching, but help is coming. Chris Sale. That is, he is coming, but I don't think it's like, I mean, yeah, help is coming. I, I, Chris I, Sale's a guy, I mean, look, if Chris Sale is. If Chris Sale can do what everybody says he can do and what he did in the past, yeah. But I don't, coming back from injuries, I don't know, man. Schwarbaum will help them, no? And they all, I mean, they could use a little bit of bullpen help. They got the Certainly. Best, they got one of the best closers in the game. But other than that, you know. Yeah, I don't like their starting rotation. Never their really starting rotation's game. horrible. They have the best, I could argue, the best offense in baseball, but. The starting rotation. If if they can get Chris Sale, if Chris Sale can be back and he can be, I mean, they're going to need him to be really good. But I mean, I wouldn't doubt him. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's impossible. No. Uh, it, it is. It is interesting. Chris Sale hasn't been a great pitcher in since 2018, so that's a long time. That's three. He's three years removed from being a really good pitcher. So it is quite a while. That's that's quite a long time. But you know. I, I think you know the Schwarber move will help. Outside of that, I thought, I think the I think Boston fans should be a little bit disappointed, but like we'll see. Let's see what what happens with Chris Sale. Another hit. Another hit. Another I run. believe that's going to be is a run. run. Of course it isn't. Bases loaded. Zach Axford, who was traded for to dollar. the Brewers for one dollar. I can't say it. How enough. does that happen? This guy is two woman. Well, I that means that you have to trade something. I would have traded a bag of chips. Anyway. Uh, One dollar. Any big note? Uh, we'll go to the Giants real quick. Chris Giants Brown. had a great signing in Chris Brunt. Well, we're going to get to the Cubs. 
yeah. Giants had a great trade. I, they didn't really upgrade a whole lot pitching wise because they don't need to pitching wise. So yeah. they got uh, they have the best pitching in baseball. They go and upgrade a position they need third base. Who do they get? I don't know. How about Chris Bryant? Right, Chris Giant. So nice, Chris Giant. So Chris Giant will join the Giants, and I think now the Giants. It's hard to say that they're anything but legit. No, they're uh, legit. Congra- now. Congratula- congratulations to the Giants. Some, I still don't want to say they're going to win the division. Somehow with Johnny Cueto and Anthony Discofani, you guys are good. It's all former Red. It's the curse of the former. It's Kevin Alex Gosman, Wood. Kevin Alex Wood. Gee, oh, it's so terrible. It's all former it's Reds, so Elliot, terrible. except Webb. They, their rotation is all former Reds players. So terrible. That's ridiculous. Speaking of former Reds, there's Brad Boxberger, former Reds farmhand. Anyway. Uh, uh, around so then we'll go to I don't even why did I go to the Giants and not the Yankees in the same division? Oh, Idiot well. by Elliot. Giants uh, and Yankees aren't in the same division. No, no, no. I'm saying we went to the we had you you said the Red Sox and I just went to the Giants. Okay. Uh, Yankees. Matter. I meant to go to the Yankees. Yankees. Couple they got a lot of guys boats. that can strike out. They need some pitching. I, I, what do they get, Zach? Well, they got Joey Gallo. They got some guys that can strike out. I I I defend like I think they gave up quite a lot. Why do I keep saying quite? I don't know. Quite. They they, they gave up a, a lot for Joey Gallo, I think. They gave up some legit prospects. And Joey Gallo is kind of like a... I feel like people, like, he's a little polarizing because of the strikeouts. But he does get on base. And he does hit a lot of home runs. He does hit a lot of home runs. How many home runs does he have this year? He has 25. That's okay. Joey Votto's so, got 21. He's 90 years that's, old. That's and he, a lot and of home his runs. his average is 50 points better. And his OBP is almost but, as good. But so also... Like, but also, he has been. He is. I know you, you like why he's so valuable. He's a great defender. He is a good defender. I know I, you don't like defense. I, I'm, a, I'm a Joey Gallo. But hater, he can play everywhere. To, to be fair to Zach, so I'll, I'll say this: like Joey Gallo is one of those where it's like the the like for the most part, or at least this year, the analytics love Joey Gallo. Correct. So and I, and I hate the analytics. So oh, that's that's why that's why we hate. That's why I hate Gallo. And then they got Rizzo. And then they have Rizzo, which I think is a better signing. I, I don't that's under, a good move. I didn't understand it just because they have a guy that's very similar to the Rizzo on the right side of the plate and uh, Luke Voigt, who, by the way, they didn't trade, which is interesting. Yeah. I By the way, they just walked in a run. John Axford walked in a run to the Pirates. There's one out. Uh, John Axford's day and his career is also done, but that ended 10 years ago. So... Uh, Yankees then signed, or sorry, traded for Andrew Heaney. I, it was that a good. Was like it a, was a fair effort. I mean, it's, it's it's like you need. I mean, whatever. Eh. They traded. They traded their best bullpen guy to us. So thank you very much. Sure, we'll take it. We'll take him off your hands. You can have Gal. I wish that honestly. I wish they would have got Scherzer and Turner too. I wish that team would have been so loaded and then missed the playoffs. God, that would have been fun. <laughs> But they didn't. They get they get three or three pretty good guys or two really good guys yeah, yeah. and then one decent pitcher who's not going to probably do well. He's, but he sucked tonight. I think he's but. an upgrade from um, who? I mean, a, a German. I don't think he's that yeah, good. So, yeah. so decent decent work by the Yankees. Uh, Rays again. The Rays are the continuing moves. to dominate. Man, they signed or they trade for Nelson Cruz, which I think is one of the best trades of the Great season. Trade. Nelson Cruz is 95 years old. Yep. I think he was around right around 1904. Yeah. That's when he was born, 1904. He made his debut in 05. He slugs, dude. They need somebody that can slug. They got a guy that slugs. Then what do they do? They did trade um, uh, Castillo. Diego Castillo. They got like 
But that was kind of a weird trade. They got and then they traded Rich Hill as well. They did, which I think was a really good trade yeah, because Rich Hill sucks. They don't really need Rich Hill. No, nobody does. Not unless they don't need Rich Hill. Yeah, I mean, with the arms that they can throw out there, they'll just mix and match. I mean, unless you're looking for a Wrangler jeans commercial guy, Rich Hill. you're gonna find. I mean, Rich Hill is, with all due respect, useless. Come on, he's forty. If Suarez can hit a forty or four hundred and fifty foot home run off you, you're not good. So, uh, but the Rays kept adding. They got somebody else too. Who'd they add? Um, then they trade. They traded for another bullpen guy. I forget. I could be wrong, but the Rays. I, I know they made another move besides Nelson Cruz. I know they added somebody else. Did they get Brad Hand? No, that's Blue, Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. Blue Jays. We'll talk about them next. AL Beast, as they call it. Uh, well, Zach's looking that up. The Blue, I would Jays, say, the Blue Jays got, I mean, Barrios, too. So, yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll just go to the Blue Jays. Screw it. Uh, Rays, I think, are favorites in that division right now just because pitching. Uh, Red Sox should be favorites. They're not because of the lack of pitching. Right. Rays, I think, are all around the best team in that division. Probably. We go down to the Blue Jays, who did not go quietly, and God love them. I love this team so much. I love their lineup. I, 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 I'd argue the second best lineup in baseball. One, I mean, one through seven, right down the order, is so good, dude. Simeon, Bo, Vladdy, uh, uh, Grichik, uh, Teoscar. Uh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting someone. Gary it doesn't L. matter. Um, it, yeah, it, it's just like all they have to do is get a pitcher, and what do they do? They get some pitching. They got their guy from Minnesota. They Barrios. got they got Barrios, which great is move, great move. They gave up. They paid a price. I mean, they paid they paid some. They they gave up two good prospects, top prospects. But to be, it is a move. I think it's a move for them that they should go in all next all in next year. I agree. Have Barrios and you might have a you might have a chance. Like next year, I think you got a legit shot with that. And they're going to probably be good for years to come because they got Vladdy and like you said, Bo and Springer under contract for a while. So. I think if they had a little more pitching to that, even they're, they're bullpen be, wise, I think they would. They would. I think they would be really good they, because they have. Really uh, good. They have Ryu, who's been okay. He's not been great this year. And then they've got who's the who's the guy who's been really good? Um, starting pitching for Robbie the Ray. Robbie Ray. Robbie He's Ray had a great year. Robbie Ray's had a really good year for them. And I, and I think trade. and I think the Blue Jays. I I have them just missing the playoffs. Probably. I think it's going to be tough for them to get in. I, they play in the. I mean, they play in a really hard division. So I think, yeah, I think their Blue Jays are just they're a victim of the division because I think they are probably. I mean, I think they're good enough to get there. Like Correct. They, they they could be good enough to get to the postseason. Well, I, I let, think can Barrios I ask you? Can I ask you this? Enough. What's up? If they were in the AL Central, who would win that division? I still think the White Sox. Would it be close? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then, so speaking of them, we'll go right there. Yeah. The White Sox. Okay. They traded a great player to the Cubs. Shout out to the Cubs, and we'll get to the Cubs. They they got their their they got their third closer. Craig Kimbrell. <laughs> Craig Kimbrell was having a career year. Uh, another run? No. You got to be kidding me. Absolutely not. No run there. I mean, that's absurd. Elliot's uh, upset. Well, yeah, I mean, because the Pirates, I mean, they go out and beat the Giants, and they don't beat this Brewers team who doesn't have an offense. Anyway, 
who are we talking about? White the Sox. White Sox. They, got, they got Kimbrel. They got Kimbrel. Great ad. Everybody thought they were going to get Escobar. Everybody thought they were going to get Story. They got nothing. They got Kimbrel. Shout out to Kimbrel. And wow. they just established their team or their pitching even further. Now they have three closers coming out in seven, eight, nine, which is unbelievable. Now, Elliot, they did add. They didn't get Escobar, but they got Cesar Hernandez. No love for no love for Cesar. Yeah, I mean he's been okay. I I, I don't I don't I mean he's that's been, a decent move. It's, it's decent, nothing. He's better than he's better than Luis Garcia. So. He's better than a lot of the the guys that were running out there. They got Ryan Tapera from the Cubs. Man, that, they've been running a lot. They're so hurt right. Now. They've been running a ton oh of different God. guys out. Who was the guy who had three home runs yesterday or two days ago? The Cubs or the White Sox? The White Sox, their catcher. Oh, Sebi Zavala. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of his first three home runs yeah. of his MLB career. I, I've, never, I've never heard heard of the guy. They brought him up. They've got some guy named Gavin Sheets. Never heard of him. I like him. So, and there's, you know, their catcher. Uh, another one of their catchers. Zach Collins? Yeah, I've never heard of him either before this year. So, I, you know, big I think the White Sox are going to be a tough team. I, I predicted them to be into the World Series. I take that back now. I just don't think they. Yeah. They're, they're, they. I know it's meaningless baseball right now to them, just because it's such an easy division to win. But I, they're losing a lot of, I mean, games to bad teams. A lot. I think their 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 starting pitching is is good, but it's kind of taken a, a little bit outside of Rodon and and uh, and Lynn, who have been pretty. I mean, they've been pretty damn good. Yeah. Most of the year. I think the last three in their rotation have obviously. I think they've been disappointing. Geo hasn't been Geo quite. I, I don't think Geo has been quite what we thought he would be. Cease has struggled. Keuchel has struggled. So I think that's their issue. That's been a little bit of their issue because I, I mean their bullpen's super talented. And then the injuries. They haven't had Robert. They're just getting Eloy. Um, you know, Grandall has been out for a while, and I know you know Grandall is hit 180 but he had like a 300 380 on base so uh, i think injuries have played a factor yeah absolutely absolutely so i I liked what they did though i think getting kimbrell and we'll talk about the price they've had to pay and i'll explain i'll try and defend that um but yeah so we'll talk about it right now they traded uh one of their best i'd argue one of their best young guys yeah traded Uh, a good player but here's the they traded nick madrigal and Nick Madrigal's good, and I like Nick I Madrigal. I like Nick Madrigal. I like the pl- type of player he is. But at the same time, I think he is, in a way, replaceable. I think, you know, he's he's good. But low upside. I mean, not a lot of upside for him. We're talking about, you know, he's not going to be a power guy. He's going to – he'll hit for average for sure. Like, he's, he's going to hit probably 300. Um, low upside. I think he's replaceable. He's not like – you know, like Robert or anything like that. But so, it's a guy that has consistency sure. when you need it. I think so. Yeah, but that's the price you got to be like. And you got to remember with Kimbrell, I'm. I think he has an option for next year if they were to potentially, maybe bring him back. And I don't know why he wouldn't come back. So, we'll see um, with that. But I mean, it does. It makes their bullpen strong. They also gave up Cody Hoyer, who is a, is a promising young reliever. So Cubs, I think, did great in that trade, very well. So I think it's a win. In a way, it's a win for both teams. The White yeah. Sox definitely strengthen their bullpen. The Cubs get better. Madrigal's out for the year this year, but they get. I think they get their leadoff hitter for the next ten years, and they get a, a bullpen guy that could be reliable. So all in all, I'd say that that's a that's a good trade for for both teams. And that's and that's probably how we'll end out the AL there. 
if you want to talk about the Guardians, we can. The newly named Guardians. Shout out. They wouldn't pay anybody. They wouldn't they, they wouldn't pay Lindor, but they'll pay they'll be damned if they don't pay Tom Hanks. So the, the Guardians are now uh they've sold pretty much everything. They still yeah, have that's just they've still got they've still got Fran Mill and they've still got um Jose Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. So Biebs. shout out to those guys who are all uh rotting away with yeah. their careers. Have, have fun. fun. But they're the Guardians, Zach. They're the Guardians. Great name. What a Con- horrid name. Congrats. What a stupid name. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> I would have honestly, if you would have told me here's three teams and one of the teams was Cleveland Baseball Club, I would have gone Cle- the CBC. I said spiders. Why do you think? I've I think spiders thinking... are stupid too, though. I think it's better. Hey, what's that? A spider? Let's go. Let's go step on it. I like it. Richmond and that's spiders. What, and that's what they would do. Well, Richmond, talk about a national championship level program. That is. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the NL. Uh, we'll go to the NL West. We already talked about the Dodgers. Padres. Yeah. They got Adam Frazier. They did. It was a very, very good trade. Good but trade. unfortunately for them, it's pretty much the only guy they got. They got, they got uh, um, Daniel Hudson. They got Daniel Hudson. but It'll help. It'll help. Not a great, I mean, not a great deadline. Not a lot to say. I mean, they got, they got Daniel Hudson. They got Frazier, which we knew, and then... Which was last Fra- week. Frazier, Frazier's going to help. Frazier's going to make sure. If Tatis is healthy, which we don't know at this point, we think he's healthy, but we don't know. If Tatis is a healthy player, come down, come to playoff time, uh, Frazier might make the difference in getting to the World Series for that team. So no. because he's so good, I mean, he's the hit leader. Yeah. He's the hit leader. I want to say he's the average leader, a average leader. He so was, it's. Yeah. It's a it's a good trade. It's I would say you give that you, you give that deadline a C. You want obviously the big the big name you want there is Scherzer, especially with the Padres starting pitching struggling mightily right now. Uh, yeah. So and, and that's what we got. That's what we got out of there. We already talked about the Giants. No mention in Jake Mareznik too. Great move for the Padres. Yeah, there was no mention of Jake Mareznik. <laughs> Congratulations to the Padres. Yep. Is he even on the team? I think so. Like he didn't get sent down? I don't believe so. There has to be somebody better than him on that team. <laughs> so you could do the defensive specialist. Yeah, that's what that team needs, some defense. So uh, <laughs> NL West, the Rockies, obviously, I'd argue, the biggest loser yeah, of this entire thing. Deadline. Both their trades bad deadline, with the That's a bad franchise. You know, I. Th- well, of course. How do you defend – as a fan, how do you defend it? How, as an owner, you how know. do you defend it? They have three guys who are the biggest – they have uh, J- uh, J- John Gray. They have Trevor Story. Who am I missing? There's one more. There's another one? Who was that? Oh, it was the reliever. They did trade him, right? Michael Gevins? No. The, Michael Gibbons? Uh, the other guy. Bard? No, they didn't trade Bard. They didn't trade Bard. Okay, so they're three, they're three, they're three big-name guys that everybody thought were going to be traded. They were going to sell out. They were going to get big. They got nothing. They didn't trade them. They're going to keep them there until they don't sign back. Yeah, it was, was one foolish. of the worst displays of front ownership I've ever seen. Front office ship. Yeah, it was foolish. I mean, there's no doubt it was it was a it was a foolish uh, to pay up that high of an asking price for store. And I guess they'll get their comp pick, but like I don't know, or John Gray. I don't know. It, and it's so it, it's so absurd because you tell a guy like Story, you're going to be traded, you're going to be traded, you're going to be traded, and then you don't trade him. You think he's going to want to come back? No. You think he's going to want to re-sign with you idiots? And John, yeah, John Gray not getting traded. John Gray could have helped someone in this race. No doubt. And he's a free agent. I mean, it's like, I, I it's brutal, man. 
absolutely brutal. Yeah, bad. I mean, that's bad. Uh, and then the Diamondbacks, thanks for coming out. They did. I mean, they traded Eduardo Escobar. I don't think. I mean, there's nothing to it. What a great, what a great, Steven Vogt. What a great season for them. They, they got a lot of upside. Congrats. Somewhere. Congrats to them. But maybe they can sign Bronson again. So, other than that, we'll go to the NL. Uh, no, we'll save the Cubs for last. And uh, we're going to go to the NL East. The garbage of baseball. I mean, it's a, it's a trash division, Zach. I thought everybody did well at the deadline. I thought it was going to be the best division in baseball. It's the worst division in baseball by a mile. Yeah, it's trash. Well, Phillies, yeah. Phillies got a couple good guys. They could have had another good guy, but that deal went through with, um, what's Tyler his name? Anderson. For Tyler Anderson. Yeah. But they got a decent reliever. Who'd they get? They got, uh, they got uh, Kyle Gibson. And, Kyle Gibson. And, and, and uh, they got, uh, that was about it. They got Freddie Galvis. So congrats <laughs> to them. Good for them. He's coming home. He's Bra- coming home. Braves actually, I think, made the most moves. They made a lot of moves. They got Adam. They they restructured their entire outfit. They got Jock Peterson was a couple weeks ago. They got Duvall. They brought him back. Eddie Rosario was hurt, and then they got uh, Jorge Soler, who has been bad, but at least he's got some power. I, and I think he's got some upside. I, I like those moves. I they like. Good moves I like that because their their offense without. Their outfield without Acuna is horrific. And I want to I want to say real quick for the Braves fans out there, I'm sorry. What a horrible season! <laughs> not a good year. For <laughs> Coming into the season, they had not the best, the second or third best odds to win the World Series. I think third third best World Series odds. They got Marcelo Zuna. They got great starting. No, they're dead. Everyone's dead. Bullpen Everything is, is yeah. dead. Their pitchers are dead. Acuna's dead. Marcelo Zuna's in a jail cell. I mean, just brutal. Yeah, bad but year keep for do, them. Keep doing the chop. Anyway, <laughs> we keep going around. We go to the Mets. Mets, obviously, probably the biggest winners out of the deadline. I, I, I agree with you. I, I think, uh, you know, when you look at, you get a guy who leads the league in strikeouts and has a two eighty eight on base. I think, <laughs> I think you, I think you should throw. I think you should throw a parade every day for acquiring that guy. I do, man. That's so. Everybody, I'd like to congrats all to say congrats to all the Mets fans for getting. Every, getting everybody was saying that they're going to get Chris Bryant. It's going to be Chris Bryant, and then the last couple days, it's like, all right, now it's Javi. Javi wants to play with his good buddy. Javi wants to good play with his good buddy uh, Francisco Lindor. <laughs> Lindor is obviously hurt right now. They get Javi Baez. Javi Baez, you know, as Zach just said, he has an OBP of 270. So what are we doing? Yeah, I, I, look, Javi Baez was good a couple of years they, ago, but <laughs> I think he's overrated, personally. I, I, I think it's a good signing just because I think they need somebody else besides Guillermo. But, I, you know, I, it's, I, it, it was kind of all or nothing, I feel like. Yeah, and they got Rich Hill, which is again good I, for them. Great. I I think it's okay. I mean, if Jacob Degrom's just not going to pitch for you, which he, I guess he's just not. I guess I think he's out for at least September, probably at least. I mean, that's do you know how bad that is? That's horrible. So I, you know, I whatever they lose, they lose their best pitcher. They they knew they were going to lose him, and they didn't trade for somebody better. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you guys doing? <laughs> Oh, they also didn't sign Kumar Rocker. Yeah, that was so, tough. So, congratulations tough to the Mets. What a horrible week. Not a great week. Week and a half, whatever. Uh, but that's pretty much it from the uh, NL East. Now we go to our division. Cardinals, big signings. Yeah. Zach? They got, uh, they got John Lester. Great. He was cool a couple years ago. They got uh, Jay Happ. 
Oh yeah, Jay Happ. What's his yeah, ERA? Well, Do we know his ERA? I mean, that, that why would why would anyone want the worst pitcher in baseball? What like what's the benefit of that trade? <laughs> Jay Happ. He has a six seven seven ERA. He's given up the most earned runs in baseball. This year. <laughs> or from a yeah. Oh, what a, what a joke. I knew that team wasn't good. I mean, I, I mean, they're good. They're gonna win the division. Zach Zach loves to say that team's good. Well, Zach never, said that team was good until the very end. I never want they, to count them out until they're. Will you say they're out now? I guess, yeah. Okay, Zach will say they're out now. That's good. They're injured. A lot of injuries there. Uh, really. Pirates. They traded pretty much everybody they needed to trade. I guess they had a fine. I mean, they did fine. I guess they traded Adam Frazier. They'll be good in ten years. We'll see you then. Yes, yeah. We'll see you then, Pittsburgh, for the wild card game in which you'll lose and then start it up again. Uh, Reds, we already talked about us. Da 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 da. Cubs. Zach. Cubs. It's Cubs have been our nemesis for a while. I mean, it's a shame. You hate to see. <laughs> you, hate, you really hate to see a god. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Javi Baez. Oh, and Craig Kimbrell. That would be Jake Marizzo. If they were all on the same team. That'd be that would be a really good team. Oh, that would my be god. a great team. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Jake Marisnik, Jock Peterson. Some of those oh. guys, all of those guys on your World Series team, you'd love to keep them around. I know. Wouldn't you? Well, you would think you would trade, like, Chris Bryant won a Rookie of the Year, an MVP, won a World Series. No, uh, you don't want to sign him. You would never want that. Anthony Rizzo, kind of the heart and soul. He'd been around for 10, been on the team for 10 years. You know, I don't know. Pride of the city. Everybody sure. loves him. Everybody loves him. You wouldn't want I know Who would want to resign Why would you resign why would him? You, why would you ever want that when you got Ortega? Ortega. Ortega had three home runs yesterday. Good and you got him. Ian Happ. Good Ian Happ. Him. Ian Happ's the worst player I've ever seen. <laughs> It's time to stop the Ian Happ stuff because he hits Happ. 165 and he's horrid. He did. Uh, but the Cubs, yeah, the Cubs sold everything they had, everything everyone loved, and now they're just a dead team. And they're going to be a dead team for a long time. They're going to be bad for at least four years, I'd say. Three, four years, right? Yeah, I, I, until they, they're bad again after that. So I, <laughs> the Cubs, shout out to your World, Series, way, in 20, shout out to your World Series in 2016. Yeah. It's so funny to me that the only way they can win a World Series is if they're playing against a team who's so bad that they're never going to win a World Series, and that's the Cleveland Indians, who are no longer a team. Hell yeah. No, how are they going to win? They're no longer the Indians. They're going to have It's a new dawn. It's a new era. Of the Guardians. The Guardians. Congratulations. The What's the mascot for the Guardians? Uh, the Groot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Groot, the Guardian, he is going to lead your team to a playoff berth. They are Groot. What a horrible front office that is. Is that the worst front office in baseball besides ours? Who? Cleveland's. No, Colorado. Colorado, you're right. I think Colorado's the worst. Um. But yeah, that, so that's pretty much the deadline. Brewers got some. Uh, they got Escobar, which is which is good. I mean, that's a good signing. They got uh, a couple other relievers that are barely worth a mention. But they also got Willie Adamas earlier this oh, year. Oh, they just got him. What's his name? John Axford. A- John Axford. Good good move. Great signing. Really, Great signing. Really powerful. Great signing. <laughs> Something that you sit back and you're like, I need John Axford. Yeah, they, they did get Willie Adamas in May, which was a fantastic move. Probably wish, changed our season. Wish we could have done it. Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, All right, but that's that's pretty much around the league stuff. And right now we're going to go into the playoff race and who we're behind. And who we are behind is the team we just talked about. It's the Brewers for the division. And it is the Padres yeah. for the um, wild, card. wild card. So, Zach, I'm, I'm going to do more of a Q&A style here. Okay. 
We are seven games, seven and a half now behind the Brewers. We didn't play today, so we're seven and a half back. Is there with our schedule, and we have thirty-two games against the Cubs, Pirates, Marlins, Twins, and I'm missing one more bad team, Tigers. Yeah. We have 32, 32 games against those really bad teams, not counting the remaining 24 games against good teams. But obviously, I mean, I don't think we go 0-24 yeah, against those some teams. Of them, yeah. okay. Do we have a chance to catch the Brewers right now, playing them only one more time yeah. in the season? I mean, like... I guess is Bigfoot real? I mean, <laughs> come on! I don't know. Be like, real. Be real with the audience. They they have a chance, but it's going to be really really difficult. I mean, they I gotta, agree. You got to make up seven games in about two months. I mean, it could happen. You only the the, the downside is you only play the Brewers three times, so you don't have a lot of head to head opportunities. Obviously, an easier schedule for. The Reds than Milwaukee, but like right now, I think it's like Milwaukee's just good. Like they just keep winning. We're like they're also too. You have to point out they're in their easiest part of the schedule. You keep. We've said that for two months. No, we like. haven't. We've said it for no, a month. We have We've said it. We've for said a, it for a month because it's been so easy, dude. They're playing the I Braves. Know, but they're it, playing the Pirates thirty times. Like we are. are. You, are you taking? Are you really? So you think you're that confident? Here's my thing, though. I'm it, not. No, 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 no. No, with the with the Brewers, like their schedules get so much harder. Thing. Are you confident that they're going to lose ground against the Giants? Are we confident that they... I am. I'm confident. So you're confident that the the Giants beat the Brewers more for... In a pitching battle, I'll take the team with the better ERA. I'll take Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's better. And we'll better. see who wins. I, 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 better I, ERA. The Brewers have had the best ERA in, since July. July, they've they been the best pitching team. I know they, they... I mean, I think they're similar teams, honestly. They're both underwhelming offensively i think the brewers have the best starting pitching i I don't i but yeah okay let's say let's say they go three and four against the giants i mean i guess that helps but we need we need a colossal meltdown and i with the the schedule that they have it's not that hard i i I don't think that are you looking at their can you look at their schedule now i mean the end's hard but like so let's so let's like because we have a, a significantly easy part of our schedule sure. coming up, we got to take care of business. But you like, I don't think it's as significant as a drop of the Brewers' play as we as you think. I mean, the, they got a drop today. The the Pirates blew it late, but up until like the seventh inning, they had two hits. Yesterday against the Braves, they won the game with two hits. So it's they won two to one against the Braves with two hits. It's they're they're not playing phenomenally offensively, and that's going to come down. Like you play you play the Giants, who make their money on the mound, just like the Brewers. Like you said, I think in a head to head matchup, the, the the Giants have the edge. Now, will will they lose games? I don't know. Probably not. It's just the way our luck has been as Cincinnati sports fans. But I don't like if they go on like a five game losing skid and we win four in a row. That changes things, you know? Sure. So I don't think it's, like, out of the question that they can lose five in a row. They could lose five in a row. I think and, but, and, and, and I, it would be at the end, I would think, if it I does would, I think it would be at the end as well. Uh, so. But, I, you know, you let's say they lose the series or maybe get swept by the Giants. Let's say that miracle happens. The Reds take care of business, and all of a sudden we're four right. back. And it's like we're four back. We play the Brewers three times. We can be realistically, we win that series two to one. 
So all of a sudden we're two back or one back or th- sorry, yeah. two or three back. Then anything can happen. And then it's like that's what we need though. It's the, I just don't think it's as drastic with two months of baseball left that it's, some people are making it out to it's be. It's not, but I do think there is something to be said about like it's not like I think it's the Brewers are good. Like they're they're good, and I don't expect them. I think it's just like I don't expect them to falter much. Like I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be around a ninety win team. I think they're going to be probably a little more. I think they're going to be about ninety, maybe ninety one, ninety two, and like I don't think the Reds will get there. I guess I mean if the Reds want to really mess around and win fifteen in a row here, that'd be cool, but. <laughs> I, and we had a chance before David Bell decided to ruin everything. <laughs> I, so, I okay, okay, real quick, we go to the other side, and this is actually the side me include me included, you included, everybody really included. We have no chance at a wild card. Well, Zach, we do have a chance. We have a better chance. We have a four game difference. Should be three games if David Bell doesn't ruin our season. It's a four, <laughs> we're down four games to the Padres, who as of right now don't have Fernando Tatis. True. Their starting pitching is, I'm not going to say it's bad, but it's not good right now. It's not good. And their end of their schedule is very hard. And the end of their schedule is very difficult. Read, if read, read if it, it gets me. close. Read it for me. Well, starting in September, with, with September 3rd on, I mean, you got Houston at home, then you play the Angels at home, then you're at the Dodgers, at the Giants, at the Cardinals, then you got the Giants at home, the Braves at home. Then you you finish at LA at the Dodgers and at the Giants. That's hard. The last that, month is difficult. hard. It's difficult, and I, I it's like that's I, possible. That's where you can make up games. So would, yeah. so in for winning the division, give me your realistic exp, expect I guess percentage? prediction. What's your percentage realistically? Your percentage 12. of us winning the division. Ten percent. Okay. Realistically, your percentage of winning the wild card, the second spot. 25 24%. Okay. So I I and, the, and I think that's fair. I think the division one's fair. I th- I think I give us probably a 20%. I'm a little bit more of an optimist right now. So I'm going to give us a 22%, 25% chance to win the division. I just think anything can happen in baseball. I think it takes one little bad stretch, not even a big bad stretch. You just lose four in a row for us and we'll make up some ground maybe. So I think with 25% there, and I think for the wild card, I truly believe it's a 30%, 30% chance. I, I, and I, I, I don't think that's crazy. We're for four games back with 56 games to play. It's not crazy. But 56. also, you know, San Diego, I, I think, again, I mean, no, they're, they're talented. They're very talented. But uh, the Tatis injury hurts. And, again, I think it's, you know, their starting pitching has – they've got – Two really good starting pitchers, and then the rest have been pretty mediocre or injured. Or so, their bullpen's great, but again, Blake Snell has really struggled. That's hurt them. Paddock's hurt, and he was struggling. So I don't know. I, I guess they've they've got a shot. And if Tatis is out for a while, then yeah, that only helps the Reds. So i could see like sandy it just feels it feels crazy to me that san diego might miss the playoffs just because i feel like they were just they made such a splash um well no disregard that sorry uh they made such a splash in the offseason they got all these guys it just feels like they're they're like too talented to miss the playoffs so i guess i'll kind of believe it 
when I see the collapse, if it happens. But I, there is something to be said. The last, the last uh, month of the season is is tough. And I think the, another thing that works in the Reds' favor is it's not like the that division is not going to be wrapped up on September 13th, you know, in the middle of no. September. Yeah, those are all the, the giant. The Giants are three up now. So, I mean, the, at worst, it might be like a three, four game lead either way, I think. So it'll still be like, those will be high stakes games. So it's not like the Dodgers are 10 games ahead or the Giants nope. are 10 games ahead. So that's, that's working in their favor. Uh, they do, the good news for, I guess, San Diego is they play Arizona nine times over the next month, which helps. And they play, um, they play Colorado only I think one more time. That's a quarter. They've struck, po- th- These teams have struggled with the with the with the Rockies. Yeah, it's they haven't been easy wins. Um, all right, so we're gonna end the show real quick, Zach. We're gonna do month predictions. Last okay. month we're we're gonna we're, we promise we're gonna do another show here. Not not a month in, and a half. So two and a half months. So we'll month we'll hope a, a week week and a half maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down the line August 3rd to August 31st. I'm going to give you my predictions. Okay. I think we're going to sweep the Twins at home. I think we win two there. I think we're going to win three of four against the Pirates. Okay. I think we're going to beat Cleveland. Okay. At Cleveland. I think we're going to beat the Braves two of three. Okay. At, at, and that's going to be a tough little stretch there. Because that's three at Atlanta, three at Philadelphia. I think we're going to win two or three against Atlanta. I think we're going to lose two or three against Philadelphia. Okay. I think we're going to sweep Chicago at home. Because, again, Chicago doesn't have any players. I then, I then think we're going to sweep, not sweep, sorry, three, game, three out of four against Miami. And I think we're then going to play Milwaukee in the biggest series of the season. And I think we're going to, depending on what happens, realistically, I think it's probably, it's going to be two to one. I just don't know which way. So I'm going to just say two to one. I'm not going to say who wins. Okay. Not until next podcast, I'll have a probably better idea of who wins. But then we play three at Miami. I don't know. We I think we win two. I think it's not impossible. And then we end it with the Cardinals, who I think are dead. So, okay. so I think it's I think it's going to be a good month. Should be. I predict at the end of this month, I think we're two and a half back. Okay. I think we make up four and a half games here. I think it's I think it's hard to say without seeing pitching matchups. Obviously, I think we'll. I guess I, I guess I'll predict us to win two against the uh, the Twins. I guess I'm a little nervous about tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie, but I mean realistically. It's Minnesota. Is it Kenta? Thanks. Yeah. I mean, he's been bad this year. Excuse me, but uh, I mean, come on, we can beat. We got to beat Minnesota. I mean, come on. Pirates are well. I'll tell you what. Anything worse than three out of four is a disaster. Because I bad. saw what I saw from this team tonight. They stink, <laughs> and they traded the best te- the best player on their team. So they really stink now. So we should win three out of four. I won't say sweep, but honestly, actually, no. I'm the king of the you never expect a four-game sweep. But with the Pirates, I don't know. Maybe not be may not be too much to ask for. Cleveland is a dead club. We should win that game. I don't even care. Is Bieber back? Okay, who cares? We're going to win. God, jinx. <laughs> uh, the Atlanta, God. All right. 
I guess I'm predicting a series win. They're a little battered. They're a little bit battered, and they're kind of makeshift right now. I don't like their bullpen. I don't like their much of anything besides their lineup's good, I if guess. We, if we can get Castillo and Wade in that series, we win that series. Uh, Philly, I'm with you. I guess I'm going to predict a loss. I don't know why. I, I just think they're. I just. Think, I hate going to Philly. And I think they're playing for a lot more, or not. I guess not more than us, but I think they're playing for a lot right now. So I hate. I, I hate going to Philly. I feel like I don't know. I just feel like bad things happen there. Uh, the Cubs series. I won't predict a sweep. I'll predict two of three. We lose one of them somehow. I don't know. Like Ortega at six home runs or something. <laughs> Miami. Miami's tough because. I mean, I think they're way. I think they're better than. I think they're better with healthy starting pitching. I do. They have Alcantara, Rogers, and Lopez. They're, that's not going to be an easy. That's not going to be like a roll. I know I'll, I'll get weird looks, but like this isn't going to be a roll out the balls. And we're going to sweep them. I guess I'll say three or four. I guess I don't love it, but all right, we'll do it. Three or four, Milwaukee. <laughs> I mean, Milwaukee's like, all right, they've got a six-man rotation. So if you can get, if you can somehow find a way to face Hauser, Anderson, and Lauer, or at least not all three, but like you can face Hauser, even Lauer and Peralta, or one of the, some, avoid two of Burns, Woodruff, and uh, Peralta, then you could win that series. I'll predict a loss. I don't think we'll be that lucky. Milwaukee, or Milwaukee loss, Miami on the road. All right, fine. We win two or three. Congrats. Way to go, us. We're great. We beat them. And then we end with St. Louis. Um, Who, by the way, we've destroyed this season. Well, I guess a series win. I don't like predicting it, but I guess I say I think I, I only had one or two games different. So I, I have a 19-9 and nine record, and you can't be that much further. I would there. say then I would be either. I think I had us losing to Milwaukee, and you said. I, I, so my 19-9 and nine includes a loss to Milwaukee, you had a, a series sweep, loss. You had a sweep in there. I think it's a one-game difference. So I have 19-9, I have nineteen and nine, including me predicting a, two, a two-game loss to Milwaukee. I think so. Nineteen and nine. So then I would be what eighteen and ten. Yeah. I think I think realistically, and this may be a little bit harsh, but with this schedule, you play the Cubs, who are bereft of their their good players now. They've lost their they lost their talent to the Monstars. <laughs> the Pirates, the Twins, and the Marlins twice. And then I mean, like St. Louis. I think I, I think anything less than seventeen and eleven would be a disappointment. Correct. I really do. And not only would because be a, it's just like this is a this is a time where you got to make hay. It's obviously a big point in the season, but it's a piece of the schedule. Sons the three game series against Milwaukee, and I mean even like Atlanta and Philly aren't world beaters. Like they could win those series. No, no, no. Yeah. But yeah. besides that series, I think the Reds are better than every team. They face in this stretch, no? Like, I think they're better than all the teams. I, I mean, maybe uh, if if I get, I could get an argument for maybe if they like if I mean I guess if they run, you never know if you run into a bad pitching match, a couple bad pitching matchups. If Philly throws out, you know, Nola and whoever Wheeler, then okay, fine. They they they, they but that's kind of expected. I don't expect yeah, them. Yeah. I don't expect them to win both of those series at Atlanta and Philly. So, but they got to be at least. I think. I think five games over five hundred for this month, or you know whatever. At least they got to be at least. I think seventeen and anything less than seventeen and eleven. 
Uh, kind of disappointing. I guess 16 and 12, whatever. Okay. But, I mean, we can't have like a five. This isn't a 500 month. You know? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not going 15 and 15 or whatever. 14 and 14. No, none of that garbage. You better be four or well, five. What if we go 14 and what if we go 15 and 15? And the Brewers lose and out. And the Brewers lose out. Great. I can't uh, wait for I, that. I, but I think if you look at last season, we made that run. We, we made that push at the very end. That that's what we need to do. We did. If we make the run, we can do this. We can get into the playoffs. And I hate to tell Reds fans that there's op, there's hope and optimism with as miserable as our front office is, <laughs> but there is. Yeah. I we have a significant chance. There's I think chance. there is a significant chance we can fight for the playoffs. Come the last series of September, I truly believe we will be very close to the postseason. That last that last series in Pittsburgh, which is, by the way, huge to have in our back pocket. We got two in the last two weeks, so against Pittsburgh. Actually three in the last three weeks against Pittsburgh, which, which is which helps. So, so this is what we're dealing with. Reds you Reds fans believe. Uh, real quick, I'm going to touch on Suarez. You're terrible. Yeah. Well, he's been the worst player in baseball. I think it's like I, not even a hot take. It's the take. So here's a question for you. Is there, like, do you come back from, like, is he coming back from this ever? Or is, ever? Or are we doing the Joey Votto thing where the end of his, like, is, is it his good years are done? Um, I mean, God, I'd like to hope that he's going to be better than this next year, but I think my confidence level isn't high. It's crazy to me that he's still his 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 power numbers are still there. Well, it's just like again with him, it's like kind of like it, it's boomer bust. I feel like he strikes out a lot. Yeah, but he does, he's, he does, he's he's literally boomer. He's literally a right. home run or a strikeout. There's yeah, no walk. It, it's it's yeah, it's it's bad. Like he's he's been bad across the board, except the home runs. That's it. But uh, who cares if you're getting on base at two fifty eight and you have. You know, I think he's second or third in strikeout, most strikeouts. So, and he's a terrible defender. He's been better at third, but like, well, I mean, that's not saying a lot. Congratulations. Congrats. He's been a minus one, basically a minus. He's a minus two point two WAR. Yeah. Not gonna cut it. So, congratulations, Suarez. Uh, other than that, Reds fans, thank you for tuning in. Sorry for thank the delay. You. We've been busy. Yeah. We are going to try to make this a week and a half weekly thing. So give us, especially down in September, hopefully yeah. we're, we're well, it's at least a weekly thing, every five, six days thing in September. Thank you for listening. Zach, is it good to be back? It's great to be back. Do Reds have a chance at the playoffs? It's slim. It's slim, but they're, they're here. They, I didn't think they'd come this, I didn't think they'd make it this far. At the beginning so. of the season, if you said right now we'd be 56 and 50, what would you, what would your thoughts be? I would be surprised i would be more surprised if you would have said it mid and like mid when they were like five games under in may i would have like eaten my own shit had you told me <laughs> that they were going to be 56 and 50 so honestly more more surprised mid-season if you would have told me than like beginning of the season all right so, so mid-season i tell you that we're 56 and 50 led by kyle farmer Kyle farmer was the best player in the month of july yeah i would have i would have been stunned would never have believed it So that's that. Thanks for listening, Zach. Log us out, babe. Love you guys.